Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the DEB Sportscast, sports podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, you know, alongside with uh, Blake Long and Don Corbett and myself, Eric Meekum, as always. Um, so this is what I call, so as of today, it's April 28th, 2021. This is what I call Trevor Eve. <laughs> it's the night before where Trevor Lawrence gets selected first overall of the 2021 NFL draft by the Jacksonville Jaguars. So it's it's been a really good day, you know. Bust. Um, getting the little pre-games in, you know. You Everybody's getting ready for the draft. Um, we just had the UFC fight happen in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, got some big news in the NFL trade-wise. Um, Orlando Brown got traded to the Kansas City Chiefs last week. And uh, as of today, Teddy Bridgewater got traded to the Denver Broncos. Crazy. Um, you know, so starting tomorrow night, uh, some new stuff is going to be happening. It's going to change the landscape. That's some shit that some Colin Coward would say. <laughs> so um, with that being said, um, the draft is going to be our biggest topic as of today, man. Like, it's tomorrow, so... Dude, I'm so excited. I'm literally so excited. I, I like, am too. I, I have like, it feels so good for this to happen because we have been without football for a couple of months now. And we all know how us huge football fans feel about that. When there's not any football on, it's like, you know, a Saturday morning through your whole weekend. You're wondering like, dude, what the hell am I going to do this weekend? There's no football on. Because let's be honest, so don't give a shit about You either go wash or... your car, go mow the grass. <laughs> Go pressure wash some houses, you know. DoorDash, do something. So that, so instead of doing that, we got the NFL draft uh, starting tomorrow. And Thank it's, God. Uh, Thursday through Saturday, so that's going to be some big news to go over this weekend. Um, I'm excited, man. Like, we've been having, we've gotten Trevor Lawrence since um, the day the New York Jets beat the Rams. Like we've said that in a couple podcasts ago, um, Blake. What are you? What are your emotions right now for tomorrow night, dude? I'm so excited. It's about to be like in in a split second we're gonna see a franchise completely change. Actually, I shouldn't say a split second because we've honestly Over been rebuilding this team since the yeah the, we've been rebuilding this this team the whole off season. But Ever since this is the, the final Jets beat piece. The Rams you've been rebuilding. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Let's honestly like, since the beginning of the season we've been re- rebuilding. Shad Khan, all he had to do was keep Doug Marone in because he know he knows Doug Marone could lose pretty good. So, in a split second, and, tomorrow, and what I like about franchise it, completely uh, like rebuilt, said, and it's time to start. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm so no, sorry. you're good. You're good. But um, Shad Khan, Shad Khan might be the happiest man alive, honestly, because he's been the past 10 years he's only been the owner for one winning season and Shaq Khan is known for owning one of the crappiest franchises in the NFL as of right now but no and more tomorrow that's going to change a split second when Trevor Lawrence's name pops up after we select when Roger Goodell says the name on the podium tomorrow night now I'm not saying we're going to go win the Super Bowl next year or anything but you know 2023 Super Bowl champions Trevor Lawrence MVP you know stuff like that simple stuff you know Oh, yeah, people could probably already throw their bets in that we're going to be in the 2023 Super Bowl. 
but next, I, I, honestly, I feel next like we'll make the, we'll okay make the playoffs in 2022 and 2023, and then so I think we'll start. The playoff line next year. I mean, we're I, God, I hope so. God, I really hope so. I hope I'm not just getting my hopes up for more disappointment. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're, if you're a real Jaguars fan, you would like to keep your head up and be so excited, which you can't be. You're allowed to be excited that we're about to get Trevor Lawrence. but don't Your expectations are what? low, but your hopes are high. No, your expectations have, are high, let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. I'm not, you're I'm least, not even lying. You're at least I'm hoping for like a six-win season. Low expectations, very high hopes. Very high hopes. But we could keep it at low expectations as for now. Because the future is, is bright still and April. Um, once we go over and uh, if Jacksonville or if the Jaguars can let fans go back to watching practices and uh, watching scrimmages, then we could get a full review of what Trevor Lawrence is going to look like for next football season. Um I'm I'm just hoping they can let us do that because you know I'm trying to see what Trevor Lawrence looks like in person. Oh yeah. It's been, well in Jacksonville you might be able to because they've you know they've been very Governor Ron DeSantis here in Florida has lifted a lot of you know restrictions yeah, when it comes lifted, to COVID. Oh, yeah, so. yes, he's definitely lifted a lot of other restrictions off in the state of Florida, no doubt. Did you see it? Dude, I seen the crowd at UFC last weekend. Corona does not exist in the state of Florida anymore. That's just facts. That's true. It never existed. No. That crowd was wild, dude. That was the crowd they needed to, to get back on track. Oh, yeah, for sure. And if people didn't watch that UFC pay-per-view, you missed I feel out. bad for him. Yeah. I feel bad for him. You really missed out. I've rented, I've rented multiple in my day, and I've never had one where every fight on the pay-per-view card finished with a finish. Didn't get – no match got into the third round. The fight either. Right. What'd you say, Eric? And you've never seen two legs broke back-to-back uh, -back fights, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. <sighs> oh, God. Dude, that, that, was, that Chris Weidman thing was disgusting. I still have nightmares. That was, I, I, I honestly, that was one of the worst leg injuries. Other than the 2013 uh, NCAA tournament where Kevin Ware's bone literally snapped out of place. <sighs> that thing went out of his skin, bro. That was so that disgusting. Was that's the, the worst. That's the worst athletic I don't know, bro. I think the Paul George one was worse than the Chris Weidman. Yeah, I don't know. The Paul George, whenever he was any, playing for Team Team USA, was pretty bad. Any leg that just flops around like some, like, blobfish at sea or, like, just a – I don't know. I was going to say something nasty, but I can't say it because we got young younger audiences here, so I can't say anything oh, really sure. bad anymore. But um, you know what I mean? That the, the leg is not supposed to move around like that. No, you, no. God did not intend that. And listen, we can make comparisons to his leg breaking like other people's, but the biggest comparison is to Anderson Silva, to the it same guy. <laughs> Bro, oh it literally looked the exact same. Wrapped around his calf <sighs> and then tried to stand on it and just in oh, instant pain. Oh, God. Bro. I didn't rent that one, but I rented the first Chris Weidman Anderson Silva fight where Anderson Silva got a little hothead and got knocked out in like a fluke knockout. I don't, I still don't consider Chris Weidman the guy who beat Anderson Silva because if Anderson, it, it, he beat him, but if Anderson Silva would have took him serious, he would have waxed him because Anderson Silva is one of the best to ever do it. But that whole card was insane. It really and was. It sh I wish it, I wish the first two fights um, wouldn't have ended. The way they did, I was really excited for the Uriah Hall versus Chris Weidman fight, um, just That's because Chris Weidman's trying to big climb the ranks back up, that and Uriah Hall is just a headhunter. That dude loves to throw. And I know. feel bad for the dude because you could tell he was really upset after it happened. 
Yeah. Well, he, he was, was, and I'm glad he was respectful and everything because props, since he props lost, to him for being respectful for that. Yeah, true. Which may take, it would take a, a real act. piece of crap to not be respectful like that, but dude's got to be really upset in his head that he's been he's been going through a, a training camp for months and then it ends in 12 seconds with a dude breaking his leg on the first strike. Right, and I mean it's still Gosh. a W in the win oh. column and everything, but oh. it's not. It like just he, don't feel right. It doesn't feel right. You know, you never want, you never wish for people to get injured. Now there are a couple of athletes I, I will say I wish to get injured. Uh, Jameis Winston <laughs> is probably number one. <laughs> that's so mean. Why would you wish that on any athlete? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, so wrong. he he got accused of rape. Um, he shot out windows with a BB gun. He stood on top of a lunchroom table and yelled something about pussy. Um, so, the dude was a, killed somebody, and he's about to become a Hall of Fame receiver <laughs> soon, I think. Or he already is in the Hall of Fame. Okay, well, Marvin, Wilson, or Marvin Harrison didn't fucking ruin my life for four years. <laughs> okay, before we get a little too ahead of ourselves, I'm going to pull us back before we get too ahead of ourselves. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Don't um, get me on James. I'm going to go Wilson, back right? uh, to the UFC weekend. Um, lots of... Like I said earlier, lots of people there, but there was a lot of known famous people there as well. I've even seen spotted on TV. Like I've seen Gardner Minshew was there, Blake Portals was there, Brady Tom was Brady, there. Mike yeah, Gavin. Brady was there. Um, was it? It was either Logan or Jake Paul. I can't remember. And then Antonio was, Brown was uh, with them. Jake it was Paul Logan was Paul. there. He was sitting next to Antonio Brown. There was yep. Jake. I'm right. pretty sure. Yeah, I think, oh, I think was it was Jake. I think I think I think it was Jake. Was it? Dude, I don't know. It was one of the one that fights, bro. <laughs> Well, hang Jake on, Paul is Jake Paul. They both, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Okay, which one fights and actually thinks Mayweather? Listen, he's gonna get waxed. But if he finds uh, that's Logan. Okay, Logan's fighting. Logan's fighting Floyd, and Jake's the one I can't stand. I can't stand. Yeah, that's one. everybody can agree with that. Logan's a little better. The world can stand Jake Paul anymore. But Jake Paul Slightly. is a smart. Jake Paul is smart uh, business wise, though. Jake Paul is very smart business. Oh no, Logan Paul's fighting Floyd. He's gonna get way more money. <laughs> I'd go get my uh, I'd go get my tail whooped for multi millions dollars, bro. He he's gonna he's gonna make probably like a cool five mil just getting knocked out by Floyd Mayweather. Huh. And I would definitely be okay with that. See, I'm gonna stop getting my hopes up about the Paul brothers because every time I'm like, yeah, he's done for, he's done for. I know it's Floyd Mayweather, but every time I'm like, oh yeah, he's done for, he's done. Gets a I mean, the only clean knockout Paul, the only and wins. And I'm like, Paul come on, man. The uh, size he has against Floyd Mayweather, but Floyd Mayweather's one of the greatest boxers of all time. Well, if it was if it was I UFC, it'd be different. You know, size. That's where I think it really matters. I understand they still have weight classes in boxing, but come on, but it's not like wrong. the UFC. I, you, if so, if some two fifty pound. Paul, oh, true, for sure. I have a ton of respect for that man. I Definitely think we were talking about this yesterday, Dalton. My bad, Eric. I think we were talking about this yesterday. It's kind of a win-win with that fight. Either Logan Paul loses, or Mayweather loses and gets his fifty-plus win streak ruined. And I, I and mean, I can't ruined, stand Floyd tainted, either. tainted by Logan, uh, Logan Paul. I'll be pulling for Logan. Honestly, I hate Floyd. I hate him ever since the ever since the Pacquiao fight. I'm not gonna lie. When he I, fought I Pacquiao and would just, and he kept dancing with him in the middle of the ring, bro. God, that was such a lame fight. I like oh, fighters who want to stand up and we swing, like kids bro. When we were watching that, it, I think it was we were, like 2015 like, or 16. I yeah, think. Yeah, it wasn't that far yeah, it was ago. Like, yeah, it was, it was like six years ago, I think. It was it was quite a bit. I consider us kids then. We're still kids now. Yeah. Yeah, as I say, yeah, we're we're kids at heart. But, but past the Uriah Hall Chris Weidman fight, you had three title fights: one for the strawweight and the bantamweight women's titles. Um, I think the more impressive one was uh, Rose Namajunas. 
thug Rose. I like her. Um, I love I love that girl so much. I wouldn't fight her. I wouldn't pick a fight with her at all. I think she'd knock me clean out. She is a bad mf'er for sure. And her emotion after winning the title back is insane. She's the first woman to ever lose the Re- title and then yeah, get, reclaim it. it. And um, you can tell that it took a toll on her emotionally not having that belt. And Man, for even, her to get even it back, Rogan was dead, yeah. or, uh, like it emotional really, about really it. Yeah. It's hard not to. She's, I mean, she's very respectful. She mm-hmm. works her tail off. I love yeah, people like that. she's a like great that. fighter. Now, that I being mean, said. Honestly, if, I, if I have to throw it out there, I honestly have a lot of respect for any UFC fighter out there. Because, I mean, honestly, UFC, it's it's starting to become popular enough where people are starting to realize we're like damn ufc that's like that's some tough man shit right there like, it's oh, yeah. better than boxing for sure oh yeah boxing can it, boxing just boxing so doesn't even like, exist no more but all boxing is now is just people trying to make money off of it that like why do you think boxers now it's like jake paul and logan paul it's because they're trying to make money off of it like boxing doesn't even exist no more it's aside from me. the Di- go ahead blake it's good to me, but man, it's just it don't even hold a candle to UFC. UFC's so real and so like it's so legit. Like there's so much more you can do. There's just too oh, many imagine. rules to boxing for me. It's just like there's something so uncut about UFC that just it it's so primal. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it's literally mano y mano, best man. You know, if you got a boxer going up against a wrestler, who knows who's gonna win? If he can maintain ground control, the wrestler's gonna win. If he knocks him out before he can take him down, the boxer's gonna win. I mean, it's just there's so many matchups in the UFC that that are just interesting. Oh, imagine, now, go ahead. Imagine what Conor, somebody like Conor McGregor would do to Jake Paul in uh, Octagon. Conor That's why Floyd never went to Octagon. Rip his eyeballs out, bro. It's insane. Those dudes are a n- n- different level of man. It's it's just different. Imagine telling somebody like if someone didn't know who you were, like Conor walks up and like, what do you do for a living? You know, you've seen those TikToks say, like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I get my face like kicked the, uh, in for an hour and a half a day, and I make $100,000 every fight. I mean, I get paid damn insane. good to do it. I just, yeah. I just get destroyed day in and day out, and I destroy day in and day out and make millions. This face is why I make money. You see my face? He has two cauliflower ears, a sideways nose. Dude looks like something you a dumpster, you but he's a millionaire. You having some cauliflower ears and uh, some internal brain damage. But I had every fighter, I had every fighter in the UFC 261 in Jacksonville picked right, except for the one I cared about the most, which was the Jorge Masvidal, Kamara Usman fight. I even, in my uh, DraftKings parlay, I had every fighter winning. I had that right, but it was, um, it was the, how they won. I got some of those wrong, like, um, the, what was it, the Hall fight? I had Hall, or, wait, who won in that fight? Hall. Chris Wyman broke his leg. Yeah, I had him winning, but it was like I had uh, not in that fashion. It was like a TKO. I had that placed on. It was like it was wrong. That is a, that is like, technically hey, a TKO. Right, but what's up? That they did call that technically a TKO, which is some BS. I think it should be due to injury or some rule like that. Yeah, but, it, which it should have been. Still think about it. It's still so but gross. As me and Blake were sitting in my apartment watching Jorge Masvidal, Kamara Usman, my heart was racing. Because I love Jorge so much. Game bread is just, he hits different for me. Um, and he put, I don't know if y'all saw Connor call out Kamar Usman, but Kamar Usman used one of um, Connor McGregor's tactics where he throws a left, almost like a left hook, and follows right up behind it with a right jab. And um, he got Jorge on the button. 
Yeah. Jorge went slump. He was oh, da- out before he hit the ground. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he, he connected was out. heavy. He was night night. And as much as I hate Kamaru Usman, dang, is that guy not a good fighter though? Yeah. You know he, he's he did not known let, as a wrestler, and he's sitting here finishing people left and right. No, he didn't. Oh God, it was bad. No. I like, they as, actually as soon as he was taunting, I was like, bro, listen. I, like I love you, I love you a lot, but you gotta reel it in a little bit. This is a big, big fight. Fifteen seconds later, he gets knocked out. Yup, he was laughing, and like you said, fifteen seconds later, boom, out cold. And after that fight, they actually the UFC pound for pound uh, fighter rankings, which goes for like anybody in the weight class, any weight classes, doesn't matter about your gender, they rank who's the best fighter in the world. And Kamar Usman is now at the top of that list, and they uh, moved John Jones down to two. But once John Jones fights for the heavyweight title, and probably like. September or November is people are gonna realize how good this man is again that he should he should yeah again <laughs> every time he takes a break off or gets suspended or something he comes back and proves everybody he won't why be the same. they he should won't never be, be doubted him boom yeah that dude's the is best fighter I've ever seen in my life y'all feel bad for like for example Chad Johnson who threw a 50k on that one guy mm. Mm. That's nah, if you bet on. He was like, don't say this like, the wrong yeah, way, Ocho, but if you bet on bet on sports, it's on you. I got you, Ocho, and then uh, Ocho loses that fifty thousand dollars. Yikes! Ocho was just upset, bro. Down the drain. He was so upset. If you bet on sports, that's on you, bro. Like, cause anything can happen. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. If you're yeah, sports betting, that's a huge risk. No Fighting, risk. I feel like, is almost it should. It, not that it shouldn't be bet on, but like that's the one where you're like. Wow, like that turned really bad really quick. Like it just takes well, also, one punch. Also, Dana White himself, the man himself, he gambles, but he has the money to, and he's the owner of UFC, so he can do whatever the hell he wants. Oh right? yeah, if you're a professional athlete and you're just coming just, to watch these yeah, guys fight or whatever, yeah, put fifty k down. It just convinces you know others like us to do it as well. You know, I feel like if you if you place Dana a sports White bet, really I feel like man. the best one to do it is fighting because like if you do it in football or. Like the better team usually wins. Or NASCAR or something. God, I don't know. That was the first one that came to head. But, like, you – with fighting, I feel like you literally would feel like you're in their corner. Like, come on, get him. Give it to him. Suck it to him. Come on. <laughs> you get, like, super hyped for it. Knock him out. Exactly. Knock and then you, you you get emotional when he loses because, boom, you're out 50K. It's just – Gosh, that is Bro, crazy. like, I've seen – listen, the, the fight – this, this is the fight that I thought of whenever I was like, it only takes one punch and everything. Um, to ruin your bet, when Chael Sonnen fought Anderson Silva the first time, championship fight, five rounds, he took Anderson to the ground and was beating the absolute daylights out of him for four and a half rounds. Halfway through the fifth, he throws a punch, Anderson catches it and puts him in a triangle choke and chokes him out. And that was, everyone was like, oh, well, here comes the end of Anderson Silva. As soon as he got taken down in the fifth round, because Anderson didn't do anything on his back, he couldn't get Chael off of him. And as soon as... As soon as he took him to the ground, everyone's writing it off. Oh, it's over, it's over. And just within a split second of you doing something wrong, you lose a fight. I mean, it's just, I, I would not bet on sports because I get way too biased and way too emotional. Like, I'm like, oh, well, I used to play them in Madden oh, 04. I'll pick for them. <laughs> like, when we used to do the thing at, uh, at the prison, Blake. I'd be, like, I'd be like, oh, well, they won last week. I might as well go ahead and do it now. Yeah, yeah. Nothing will change. What's the worst that could happen? But now, it was a great pay-per-view all in all, for sure. Oh, yeah. Fantastic pay-per-view. Now, with it being a fantastic pay-per-view, like, I think that was I think that was the best outcome of of the pay-per-view. Like, it, it went so well 
and that crowd was rocking. And it might just be because like I might be biased because I hasn't been a crowd in a long time. But man, that crowd was awesome. The one in Dubai where Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor fought just a while ago, because they allowed people in Dubai to pack it out and stuff like that. I still don't think was as good as that one. Duval was showing out for sure. You know, every American that was fighting, they started chanting USA and they booed the other guy. It was hilarious. F them up and everything. Dude, it was it was so good. Like, it, it was just, like, you'd hear them chanting and, I mean, you... We were watching it together. You know, we started chanting, too, yeah. <laughs> from home. Yeah, we're sitting oh there God. with your USA headband on. USA! <laughs> USA! He's like, he's, like that, he's like that old dude that just got done fighting uh, World War II, like, many years ago. <laughs> and he's watching the Summer Olympics. He's like, USA! 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 <laughs> that, that's what I imagine of Blake. <laughs> That's pretty accurate, I'm not going to lie. Blake pretty was so accurate. fun to watch stuff with, bro. Like, whenever we were watching the Florida-Georgia game last year when Pitts got hurt, dude jumps up off the couch and he goes, No, not my baby! Not my baby! <laughs> we oh, need him! We need him. And this man, well, Blake, still believes that Jack- Jacksonville's going to trade up. I have to hold on hope. I have well, to hold speaking on hope. Of, speaking of uh, trading up and Kyle Pitts, um, we're going to go ahead. I think we reached enough of UFC for tonight. For sure. I think we're going to go ahead and switch it over to the uh, 2021 or 2021 NFL draft for tomorrow. Big so, day, baby. For y'all. Shoot, for everyone, that's a good draft. Nah, bro. So here, here's what me and the boys are going to do for y'all. Um, since we are not doing any uh, filming or content creating yet, which that will happen very soon, we're going to start putting uh, YouTube videos out there for y'all so y'all can watch our podcast and listen to them at the same time. So as of for tonight... Me, Donna, Blake, we're going to do our uh, top 10 uh, players who are going to go. We're going to do, instead of just doing the whole 32, we're just going to go do our top 10 who's going to go uh, top 10 of the draft for tomorrow. So we're going to go ahead and pull up our list of players and uh, teams. We are going to be going to start it off there. Because me and Blake are the hugest Jags fans in this podcast, other than Dalton Corbett. He's a little sorry Miami Dolphins fan, unfortunately. So mm-hmm. Yeah, two Super Bowls. That. Two Super Bowls. Just remember that. <laughs> Don't worry. We're, we're going to have more than two Super Bowls with Trevor Lawrence's quarterback, Jags fan. I'd be willing okay. to bet my whole salary this year that that does never happens. <laughs> we got some faith. Hang on, that it so, never happens? Y'all will never win two Super Bowls with Trevor. No, I don't care him. what stop fantasy him. draft you put him in. Y'all are the Jacksonville Jaguars, okay? I want you to so, remember that. I want you to come to the realization you are Duval. Hey, and I'm okay? proud. Teams can and have you got bad decades. Bro, I want you to look at every to team. Patriots used to suck. Name a college coach that's ever transitioned to the NFL and won a Super Bowl. Jimmy Not Johnson. Pete Carroll. Jimmy Johnson Jimmy doesn't Johnson. count because Jimmy Johnson yeah, cheated in Miami. And he also had he also had Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, and Michael Irvin. Y'all don't have anybody like that. Yes. Donate you. Okay. Who you think you think y'all have an all-time leading rusher, a top fifteen, top fifteen, top twenty receiver all time, and a Hall of Fame quarterback? You think that's what y'all are gonna get? You got me messed up. Trevor Lawrence can make the Trevor Hall of Fame. Lawrence, you're right. James Robinson, and DJ Chark. You're so, you're so. Or Julio Jones if we get him in a uh, 
trade with the Falcons, which I don't think that will happen. No, but God, I, I wish Miami would do it. High key. Anything, anything's possible. Julio, I am recruiting you to the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. Julio, he can't do anything. Podcast, you better come to the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. <laughs> don't deny it. Please, I am. Hey, somebody made a bet. I need to go to Jacksonville. I will literally. I will. I will. I will devour my life to you, Mr. Jones. Like I am not kidding. If you are listening to this, what I said was very true, a hundred percent true. So, we're gonna go ahead. Start off with your top ten. Me are gonna give out our top ten list of who is going to go in the top ten for tomorrow. So, with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and hand over the gears to Blake Long because oh, I know shoot. he's been waiting for this. Oh me. Oh, mine, yes. mine was impromptu. I mean, I, I think I'm ready enough. I might, I might hey, you can stutter still, for you, a little bit trying still. to figure out who my thing is. But uh, I think pretty pretty early on I should be. Like, once I get down to, like, where probably, let's see, Carolina, I'll probably could, start to what we could do is falter like a little bit. Then, Blake, you could predict uh, whatever pick you're on. You, you can do, like, uh, you can think of another team that's going to trade up to that pick and if they're going to select that certain player. Like, you can predict, like, trades and uh, all that stuff if you need to as Shoot. well. Like, you don't have to just select players because, like, some of those teams might get out of the top ten tomorrow because that is what's going to definitely happen. One of those probably teams will get out of the top That money is going to be Miami. A trade. It's going to be Miami. All right, so number one, super hot take. You guys aren't ready for this. Going to Jacksonville. Trey Lance. Number one overall, Trevor Lawrence. Hot take, I know. Crazy, crazy. Definitely already bust. already a yeah, wild one. Honestly, we could skip the first pick, honestly. Okay. <laughs> we could probably skip the first and the second, honestly. Yeah, because number two is going to be Zach Wilson. I, I still don't know if I'm I, – I, I mean, I'm pretty sold on it happening. I'm not sold on why, to be completely honest with you. Uh, the kid's good, but I really don't know how uh, Justin Fields has dropped so far in everybody else's mock draft. That dude's older than you and just called him a kid. Is he still a kid? <laughs> He's, he's probably our age. Compared to me, <laughs> he's no, about to be making millions of dollars. I'm pretty sure he has the right to be called a man. <laughs> Some okay. of these guys are our age, and they're about to make millions of dollars, and we're just right here on our Making podcast. a podcast, baby. Yeah, what you mean? We're going to make millions off of this. Right hey, As so long as you at home share it. Number ahead, three, another one that I'm, I'm pretty sold on. I don't know if you guys are sold on or not, but, I mean, it, it just all the cards are falling going this way to me. Um, don't I, I mean I see it happening again? Don't see why. Number three, 49ers going with Mac Jones. Suck it, man. That is. I, God, I, listen I, again. I, I it just I, I don't. We not may that not I don't agree with it. I don't see why it's gonna happen. Oh, but God, happen, I just feel honestly. it happening. I just yeah. like they probably could. What, what was their original pick before they traded with Miami? What six or twelfth or something? Yeah, like I feel like they yeah, could have got 12, him for that. Yeah, they were twelfth. Twelfth. But then again, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they won't pick him up. Yeah, because we traded the twelfth pick for the sixth pick with Philly. All right. So number four, I'm kind of I'm kind of drawn on this one. I, like I'm I'm down the middle on this one. This is where it gets interesting. Actually, the fourth pick. This yeah. is where it gets really interesting because this can I'm, really be anybody. I can go two different ways, but I'm gonna go with the way I see it going, and I see Atlanta picking up. I don't want him to get Kyle Pitts, but it's going to happen. I don't know why I keep saying that, like, Jackson has a chance to get him, but it was hey, for like me it was either though. between Kyle Pitts or Justin Fields, and I just feel like they need Kyle Pitts more. But the only thing that's going to suck, if, if Atlanta does get Kyle Pitts, they're going to have to score, like, 60 points a game to just fucking win. You know what and I mean? And it's all going to be Kyle Pitts. 
Yeah, and Julio. And Julio. He's going to have. Well, no, they're trading Julio, so don't worry about that. That's right. Calvin Ridley, bro. I'll forget about Calvin Ridley. So number five. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, my, my dog Calvin Ridley, he's up there too. Number five, number five and six, I feel like it works too well together. So number five, Cincinnati. I got Jamar Chase going to Cincinnati, just because I feel Ooh. like Burrow is gonna put in some type of. He, he's he's gonna give put Joe, his inside Joe in. Like, hey, give me receiver. give me my dog, give my LSU like dog. That. Boys raw, give him to me. <laughs> Boys raw. <laughs> I'm interested to see what Jamar. What a Chase way to sell a draft game. pick. <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, I play with him, bro. He's good as fault, bro. I think Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase might possibly pull another. He might be another like Justin Jefferson, just a star wideout that just already happens to pan out in the league. And let it happen. Jamar let Chase it has the potential to do it. So I like. I like that, Blake. Him, and it was between either I mean, Jamar Chase to, or uh, Penny Sewell, because God, they really they need, need to protect that man. They need to protect that man bad. Let's bad. get to the most important pick in the draft, though. Who are you picking at six? Miami trades with. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, trades with Tampa Bay. So, like for the I said, for pick number five, I feel like it's gonna be a little, little bias going into it. I don't, I don't think Tua is gonna put in his input, but I feel like they, they need a receiver. I feel like you guys already knew what I'm about to say. Um, Smith, get out of here. I think they're going to go with Devontae Smith. Same thing with Jamar Chase and wow. Burrow. I think Devontae Smith is just going to – I think they're going to see, like, oh, he's he's got a he's got a good fit with Tua. They played together. You know, let's let's get him a good – let's get him a good guy. So, we got right. Devontae Smith. So, so far, we're going to go over Blake. So, Blake, we got Lawrence Wilson, Jones, Pitts. Wait. Jam- Hang on. Jamar Chase and now Devonta Smith. Yeah. that's your first six, right? Okay, yeah, sweet. yeah, yeah. So we're on track. Okay, that down. So, I don't. When you said Jones, like, wait, Julio Jones? It's like he's not a part of the draft this year. It's I, fantasy I, that's, draft. That should guy. say something. I thought of Julio Jones before I thought of Mac Jones, who's actually in the draft. It still gets me. So, where was that? Number seven, New England. Um, no, uh, Detroit. Wait, yeah. What am I? Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. Um, oh, I'm, I'm looking trade. at. I'm looking at. I'm you got a trade on yours. No, no, no. Yeah, I was. I was looking at a mock draft. Who's got them trading? I'm like, no, no, no. So, Detroit. Sorry, Detroit. Oh, that's a. That's a. Oof. They're gonna run. So they. This. This is I where I'm. I'm gonna it. sputter a little bit. So Detroit. What? What? I don't know what Detroit needs. I'm gonna be honest with you. Quarterback <laughs> lineman. <laughs> They could use a receiver. I feel like they could use a defense. Uh, I feel like I don't know. I feel like they're going to be in position to where they're just going to take the best player available. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah All right. Honestly, needs as much help as they need. With with this offseason and how they let everyone go, I think they're going to go receiver too, and I think they're going to get Jalen Waddle. I don't know if Jalen Waddle. That's it, that man. High. That's. I mean, Jalen Waddle's up there. Like, I think people are forgetting that Jalen Waddle. It, it's just because I can't think of I can't think of any like any oh, other. Jalen Waddle didn't go down. Devontae Smith wouldn't have won the Heisman. Let's be honest, because oh, he would never yeah, got he would never been targeted that's so much. True. So okay, so where am I? Lions was number. So you got seven. Carolina eight. Okay, so eight Carolina. It was gonna be, um, it was gonna be a quarterback, but with what happened. Uh, with Darnold, I don't think they. I mean, I think they still kind of need a quarterback, to be honest with you. But there's no point in getting a quarterback and also trading to get Darnold. So I think Carolina is going to be the team that picks up Penny Sewell. 
just oh, to just to help him out a little I bit. I don't see him falling to eight. Penny? I don't. I don't see him I, falling to eight. Just just based off mine so far, you think you actually, just literally drafted only quarterbacks and receivers? I don't think I'm listen. Never see all the a teams draft need like them. All the teams Honestly, need them. This could be the, the first. Lions. The Lions. Oh, I'm sorry, you can make an argument for. He's basically a receiver. Competence. So. Basically, he's a god. The for first sure. top ten choices, they all could be <laughs> offensive players. Honestly, they could. It's Dude, okay, this one hurts too because of what happened today. So number nine is Denver. Now. I was gonna put Fields in at Denver, but now I don't, dude. I don't know. They've, uh, like I want to say quarterback for them too, but dude, they've just they got Drew Locke and Teddy now. So now I'm kind of like, dude, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. I I don't think I don't think they would trade since Peyton Manning left. So they honestly have a three way battle. Hey, (sighs) my. Dude. Okay. Unlock, unlock, <laughs> unlock the Broncos from yeah. Drew Lock. <laughs> Throw back okay. to the first podcast. Number nine. This is gonna be trade. You know what? Screw it. Number nine. It just off the top of my head. This this is what I'm thinking. Like just because I was like the trade today threw everything off for me. So I'm gonna say, I want to say, mm, I've narrowed it down to two people, but I don't know. <sighs> screw it. Okay. So Denver. I'm just gonna say Denver takes um, Patrick Certain. Patrick Sertan, you does get that. Sertan, right. sorry. The that cornerback from Alabama. He, he's such he's such a good DB, bro. I want him in Florida to pick him up and recruit him, bro. His dad played at LSU and then he committed to us and then he un- decommitted. He's a bum. But <laughs> all right, who you got? Who you got? Dallas taking? Dallas. Okay. Dude, and, like, I hate that Justin Fields has dried out of my top ten, but, like, with the trade and everything, that's what pushed it back. So, Dallas, I'm going to say Dallas is going to take Micah Parsons. Okay, that's a good one. Linebacker, my, Penn State. They were, talking, they were talking about Miami taking him at three, like, whenever God. the season first started. But he kind of fell off. Thank God. All right, so I'm going to go over Blake's. So, you got Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac yep. Jones, Kyle yep. Pitts. Jamar Chase, Fonte Smith, Smith yep. Waddle, Patrick Sertain, and Micah Parsons. You hear this really quick, Blake? Yeah, I hear that. That's, that's that? me about to down a whole bottle of Tylenol from you saying that Justin Fields is going to drop out of top 10. I, I, I don't want it to happen. If he gets to nine, it's just what I see I'd be willing happening. to bet the Patriots trade up and try and get him. Well, now that you're speaking that, you can go ahead and give out your top ten right now, Dolphins. Let's hear it. Okay. Number one, Jacksonville trades with the Miami Dolphins. Jacksonville receives Tua Tugavailoa. (laughs) Nothing else. No. Um, So, obviously, Jacksonville, they're going to draft T-Law. I've been making jokes about him being a bust, but let's be honest. The dude, as Erica said, is one of the most talented quarterbacks we've ever seen. Most probably NFL-ready quarterback we've seen since Andrew Luck. Um, he's the for sure number one overall pick unless they find a video of him doing crack cocaine within the next 16 hours. So Hey, hey, Trevor Lawrence just got married, dude. Don't yeah, because married people don't do crack. He's not Johnny Manziel, dude. True. Um, at two, I got the Jets taking Zach Wilson. Um, I think Zach Wilson and Justin Fields are interchangeable. Um, but I think Zach Wilson will be the better pro. 
I just that's just what I think. So I got I got the Jets taken. Um, Zach Wilson. I don't think the San Francisco 49ers traded up in the draft to get Mac Jones at three. Um, even though I think they're just trying to blow smoke at this point. Mm. Um, I think they take Justin Fields at three and find a replacement for Jimmy G because Jimmy G's a bum. Yeah. I, listen, I hope I, like I hope they take Fields. I really do. I just don't think they're going to. Oh, I could care less. I hope they take Mac Jones just because I think Mac Jones won't work out in the NFL, but that's just me. And I don't like San Francisco. I, for some reason, I don't like San Francisco. I just have never liked them. It's probably since the Super Bowl. Whenever uh, the lights went out versus the oh, Ravens. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But, um, Who you got going at, to Atlanta? At four, with them taking Justin Fields at three. As much as I don't want this to happen, it's probably going to happen. So they're going to take Kyle Pitts out of Florida, the best player in the draft. All right, good. I got no response. That means everybody agrees. No. So, <laughs> um, Kyle Pitts at four. Um, Cincinnati, I think they take Panetti Suele uh, from Oregon. Is that how you say it? P- is that really how you just said that, Dom? Yes. Panay Sewell. Kill yourself. It don't matter. Um, Panay Suele. Panay Suele. That sounds more Hawaiian than anything, bro. You Tell me I'm wrong. trying to pronounce Giannis's last name. It's I mean, Ante Kumbo. How do you not know how to say that by now? Um, at, so at six, at six, I got Miami taking Devontae Smith. I think two is gonna get in Brian Flores is here and be like, listen, I played with the guy. I want the guy. Give me the guy. Now he's got Jamar. Oh, you do have to, yeah. You you do have Devontae going to Miami. Yeah. Um, as much as I don't want it to happen. Um, I actually have a trade at seven. Um, I have the Lions trading with Denver for Denver mm. trying to trade up and get just or not Justin Fields for get, trying to get Mac Jones because I think they're stupid. Um, yeah, sounds about right. So because I think they're they're thinking in their head that Carolina is going to pick them, and that ends up not working out. So I think the Denver Broncos trade up and get Mac Jones. And I think it's a mistake, but that's beside the point because I think John Elway's a dipshit. Excuse me. Um, eight Carolina he since be, he's honestly right about that. Yeah. Eight no Carolina since he is he's bona fide. Carolina, I think they're gonna roll with Sam Darnold. Um, I think that's Matt rules. Matt rules trying to build a defense in Carolina, so I think that he's gonna take another step towards that. And I think he's gonna draft Patrick Sertain at Alabama. Not, um, not a bad choice right there. I think whenever the Lions trade down to nine, they're going to take Rashawn Slater out of the the offensive tackle out of Northwestern. And then I got Dallas actually drafting J.C. Horn instead of Micah uh, Parsons. And that's Ooh. my top ten. And if I had 11, I'd have the Patriots trading up. Or not if I had not, not 11 picks. If I had like 15 or – if I had 15 picks – I'd Somewhere say that, that the Patriots trade up and get Trey Lance because they're also stupid. Wow. But that's what's happening. I don't even think that's that bad. To be completely honest, I don't think that's that but bad. But I had problem. Jamar Chase fall out of my top ten. Dang. So people, I didn't even realize people, that. If people want to. Jamar Chase out of the top ten. Wow. Didn't even that pick up on that. That might be crazy because I think he might go top ten. But, yeah, I don't, I don't even think. It's all going to depend on who Miami. It's going to be bad. who Miami takes. It's literally gonna whoever does, that, whoever Miami doesn't take at six unless Miami trades, 
is going to fall out. So if they take Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith's going to fall out of the top ten. And if Miami stick or if Miami takes Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase, gonna, would I say that again? Whichever one doesn't get picked is going to fall out of the top ten. That's all you need to know. But take it away, Eric. All righty. With the first pick of the 2021 NFL Draft, Kyle Trask. the Jacksonville Jaguars select. I should have had Kyle Trask in mind. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I just want to go ahead and get that out there. Yeah, everybody knew that. that yeah. T-Law's already. Makes me uh, happy every time two, we say it, though. Zach Wilson, that's, that's they're probably the first two obvious picks. Now this is where it gets a little scary with the third overall because I'm pretty sure a couple days ago Kyle Shanahan said uh, he couldn't promise anyone would be alive by Sunday at the end of this week. So he's kind of scaring the hell out of me. So. Kyle Trask. But how he's scaring me crazy. is. He might be crazy enough to take Mac Jones at third or overall. So, I hate to say this. I know say I said it. this in the last podcast that if Mac Jones does go to the 49ers, that is literally the dumbest thing I will ever witness in Oh, most definitely. So, I got Mac Jones going third overall because I think Kyle Shanahan is just literally mentally crazy. Yeah, it, it is dumb, dumb, dumb. But, man, it, it's – I got really sick of reality. Um, before you go on to four real quick, Eric, I want to talk about something that Colin Cowherd said. Colin Cowherd said today in his little talk show that, yeah, it's a little talk show compared to us, by the way. Yeah. Um, he said that Mac Jones is the, the risk of the draft. And I disagree and think Trey Lance is the risk of the oh, draft, yeah. personally. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Mac Jones has a better chance to shape out than Trey Lance does, but that's just me. I just wanted to talk on that, but go ahead. So with the fourth overall, this is where I think I think it's gonna get a little I think it's gonna get a little frenzy here early in the draft because I think Atlanta is still trying to decide on a new quarterback for the future. Contrast. I am predicting that Miami and Atlanta will swap spots. Ooh. So now we got Miami we got Miami on the clock with fourth overall, and I got Miami taking Kyle Pitts up. Yeah! Let's go, Eric! Getting excited like it is the draft. Oh my gosh, just wait until it happens. We got him, we got him boys. I know that has to make Don happy because I think Miami would be smart enough to trade up two more spots just to get Kyle Pitts. I'm going to be serving a table. I'm going to have my phone while taking their order, like on my little pad, and I'm going to see it come across my screen. And I'm going to tell I'm gonna tell them to shut up with their order, and I'm going to run to the back, and I'm going to go around and grab a pot- bottle of Henny, a bottle of champagne, and I'm popping that hoe in the dining room, bro. I'm going to give a damn happens. about your lobster. We got Kyle Pitts. Yeah, fuck your lobster. Miami, <laughs> Miami, so I got Miami to Kyle Pitts with the fourth overall pick. Um, Cincinnati. Like Blake said earlier, I I love the Jamar Chase to Cincinnati. Yep, little, I little reunion. I don't think it's going to happen because Joe Burrow is – he already tore his ACL's rookie year. Cincinnati cannot risk that again. Hey. They got to go offensive line. It's a good pick. Sewell, yep. fifth overall. Panini Sewell. Panini Sewell. Panini Sululu. <laughs> sound now I'm moving on to the sixth overall pick with the Atlanta Falcons. This is where the fourth quarterback gets drafted. Kyle Trask. Trey Lance. I think Atlanta's going to go with Trey Lance. Wow. I think Justin Hang on, is Justin Fields still on your board? Yep, Justin Fields Dang. still on my board. Yep. So, so far, I got Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. Kyle Pitts, Panay Sewell, and Trey Lance. 
Dang. And Justin Fields is still on the board. Dang. But also, here's another thing. I got New England making a trade with Detroit up to the seventh overall pick. Sheesh. And they're going to take Justin Fields. Sheesh. 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 Justin so, so Fields far, to I New have England four quarterbacks in the top seven. Dangerous. Or no, five. Excuse me, five. Excuse me, five. In the first seven picks. That's crazy as hell, isn't it? That would be dangerous, yeah. Justin Fields in New England. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, and Justin Fields are already gone in the first seven picks. Is that all the QBs? How many How many more top ten QBs we got? Is that it? Trey Lance. Trey, Trey Lance, Lance gone. Be. Mac Jones is gone. Justin Fields is gone. Lawrence and Wilson. I think Maybe that's... Maybe Kyle Trask. <laughs> Please, God, don't put Kyle Trask up there. At, like, in all Hold on, bro. If Trey Lance is in the discussion for top ten, <laughs> Kyle Trask might as well be in it, bro. <laughs> No, Kyle Trask was a fucking bro, Heisman bro, finalist bro. with no defense, I watched, bro. I watched a film on Trey Lance, dude. Trey, Trey Lance is the man, dude. He, he's Did you not player. watch Kyle Trask's pro he's day? Like 20 years old. I don't even have to show you his pro day. I'll show you what he did against SEC talent and not D2 talent. What the fuck? Was, hang on. Wasn't Trask the guy that Belichick and uh, what's his name were watching? He threw a, He just overthrew the receiver. No, that was Mac Jones. He overthrew the receiver and uh, it was Kyle was Shanahan because it showed. No, because it was he Kyle Shanahan. And it, it, no, because it went. It did the playback. To the, I saw the meme you were talking about. It did the playback to the uh, Super Bowl where uh, Jimmy Garoppolo overthrew. Uh, I can't remember who it was against the Chiefs and on like a third and ten or something like that, and it would have been the score to uh, like get him the lead. Yikes! Oh my gosh, that's funny. No, there's All a lot right, of talk right. about Pittsburgh to, taking Cal Trask as well, though. I need to announce the, my last three picks real go quick. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Um, Carolina, I haven't really studied of what Carolina really needs. I think they already got the quarterback. I think they got their receivers down. They got DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. They got Christian McCaffrey. Um, I honestly don't know how their defense is looking like. So, I'm just going to go ahead and have... A surprising pick. I think J.C. Horn is going to be the first defensive player. Yeah, that's fair. In this draft, taking the cornerback yeah. from South Carolina. I think I think he's the best defensive back in the draft. I obviously I certainly think he is better than Patrick Sertain from Alabama. A Ooh. lot of people do praise him a lot, but I think J.C. Horn is going to be really slept on because J.C. Horn is the closest thing that I've seen trying to stop Kyle Pitts out of anybody Kyle Pitts has played against. So I got a little bit of respect for J.C. Horn. I think J.C. Horn's going to be nasty, and he's going to be the first defensive player. Just letting you know, Kyle Pitts went for like 150 yards on South Carolina, just saying. So. Shh, it's okay. He may have had three touchdowns. I can't remember. So I'm, wait, like, try, I'm trying to figure out what Washington gets, and Dalton's like, Kyle Pitts had 150 yards. And three <laughs> <touchdowns>. <laughs> <laughs> just letting you know, you can't stop the GOAT. Washington? God, I, I don't even know who. Wait, I don't think he had 150. Why did I have Washington as my ninth? I was wondering, I was like, did they trade up or something? So you're on nine, right? Because nine is Denver, Denver 10 is pick, Dallas. Right? Yeah, that's somebody. Denver has a ninth one. overall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denver's nine. Okay, yeah. Somebody, somebody screwed this up for me. I have Washington as ninth overall. I don't know yeah, I had, a, I had a trade in the one I was looking at. Um, Denver. Patrick Sertain. Okay. I, I think, like I said, uh, like I said, um, close to saying J.C. Horn. I think Denver could use a little bit of help on the defensive side of the ball. 
We're gonna go ahead and throw Patrick Sertain at ninth overall. And there's not really enough good, like like all the great players that's in the draft. They're already gone, so I think I think that's really all left for Denver to do. Like take the best player on the board at that point. Yeah. And then uh, the last the last pick for the Dallas Cowboys, I got. Uh, one of the linebackers retired, um, Sean Lee, 11-year veteran. Uh, probably had more ACL tears than he had tackles in his career. But was somehow <laughs> panned out to be a really good player. I think they're going to go Micah Parsons. I like it. Because they could definitely use help on the defensive side of the ball. Like I said about Atlanta, how Atlanta is going to have to score 60 points a game to win. Dallas is probably going to have to do the same damn thing if they don't get help on the defensive side of the ball. So... I think they already have to go defense for sure. It don't matter who it is, but they better go defense. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. For for back, Dallas, so. definitely for Dallas, because I think they've got a good enough offense. But man, that defense blows chunks. I'm so I'm so sorry about earlier that I said Washington was a ninth pick. It literally, I'm looking at this list and it had WFT. I was like, yeah, I, I was I was wondering. I was gonna ask about it, but I was like, maybe I just missed him saying something about a trade. Am I the only one that still gets like? Confused whenever you see WFT instead of Redskins. Yeah, I am the only one that gets confused. Or no, no, I get confused too. Okay, I'm like, my bad, my bad. Who, the, who is now. what the? F I always think it says what the uh, what the fuck? <laughs> what fuck the? <laughs> what fuck the? <laughs> I think I think there's some pretty pretty solid mock drafts. I think Eric had the best one because he have. Miami taking pits at four, bro. <laughs> Everything else is yeah, ass. I, I think, I think, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it works out for both because I think Atlanta's still going to decide on what they need a quarterback. I mean, they could go Kyle Pitts, but if the Julio Jones trades are true, the trade rumor, if they are true, then that most likely means that they're probably going to be done with Matt Ryan. So here, hear me out, bro. We trade. The fourth pick, or the sixth pick for the fourth, and we get Julio, and we give them our 18th pick in the first. Man, okay. I'd be down for wait, that, wait, bro. Wait, what'd you say, Don? If you gave up. So Miami trades the sixth and the 18th pick for yes. four and Julio Jones. Oh, you get four and Julio? It's not going to happen, but I'm just Dang. throwing it out. Oh so you could get Kyle Pitts and Julio Jones. Bad. They get the 18th pick in the draft, bro. That's worth it. I'd give them a I'd give them a third round with it too. Miami will be Somebody unstoppable. Have to be running off cocaine to make that kind of trade. Oh really yeah. My at that, okay, well, at that point, desperate. Miami would be the like this Miami offseason would be I I would go ahead and say it's been the best offseason ever. And if I mean history, it's probably the it's probably oh, in NFL history, yeah. yeah it would that be, would be insane. It would be. You get Julio Jones and, and Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Pitts. With but one it won't happen. That, that would never happen. I'd just be spitting out. If everybody's been watching this, all these episodes of these podcasts, I just spit out random stuff that seems like it would make me happy. I'm just trying to make myself happy. So, I give myself hope. Talking about Julio, let's go ahead and transition. Where do you guys think he will end up? Should he be traded? I honestly haven't given that much thought as I should be. Honestly, like, are you asking if are if you he, asking who could use him the most, uh, or who are just, actually just likely to get him? Yeah, just who's likely to get him? Where do you think he'll end up? Should he be traded? I feel like we. I feel like this happens every year. There's like, oh, oh Julio Jones is gonna get traded before the draft. I think this team. This team did give up some protection, so that kind of bums them out a little bit. Um, I I see Julio 
possibly going to eat. Uh, okay, I'm going to do my top three teams instead of just one team because okay. trades could happen anywhere, anytime. Right. Wrong place, wrong time, whatever. I'm going to give out my top three. So, one, I got the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. So even though they did give up some protection, uh, they did give up Orlando Brown Jr. to the Kansas City Chiefs. Big trade. Lamar does need a receiver. So, I think they could throw in all in their odds and try to get them before the start of the new season. So, Baltimore, Baltimore would be so stacked. Oh, yeah. Julio, so they'd stacked. have Julio, Sammy Watkins. Hollywood um, Brown. Good Lord. Uh, you got it, too. My second team. I don't know how in the world this is going to happen. But get ready when I say this. I think the Green Bay Packers is going to try to pull something crazy. That's who's my number one. That's Dang. who's my number one. I, I think, oh. I get A-Rod some help. Office. Let me say this real quick. I got a huge statement to make. I think Green Bay's front office is literally just going to say, fuck it, drop all the bombs, and risk everything for Julio Jones. They might give up the next four or five years of first-round picks for Julio Jones. If that means well, – but what that no. means is – if Aaron Rodgers gets like three more Super Bowl rings. Well, shoot, the problem is that that if next three or four years up, of draft picks they give up, up could like be all they get out of Julio. Yeah, true. I, I think Green Bay, I think Green it. Bay being the like Golden that. State Warriors of offense and just Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and Julio, like, dude, that is so scary. All right, I'm going I'm to try and just throw mine out there and get out of the way. Hold on, he can get his top three, bro. Wait, yeah, and I thought, well, Oh, my bad, my bad. I thought, my bad. I was going to do three, but, like, I don't know where Julio, I cannot see Julio in another uniform. Screw like, it, bro. If you ain't got a third, pass it to Balake. Go ahead. If you get a third, let me know. Yeah, I was going to say Miami, but. Hey! Miami gets Hey, we have there. a we have a use at wide receiver. The only problem is we couldn't pull it up pull it off with cap space. We're so struggling with cap space right now, it's not even funny. We don't yeah, even have enough to so sign our practice like. squad and our draft squad or our draft our draft picks. We have you to we have to either restructure something or do something. Speaking of cap space, Jacksonville still has the most of cap space, so we would have enough to pay Julio Jones if we traded for him anyway. That'd be so, so I think good Jacksonville though. Jacksonville could be in top conversation, that'd be hot. honestly. That'd be hot. I don't see it happening though, but that'd be hot. Um Okay, Whoever so has number eleven, you better give up that jersey number right fucking now. <laughs> I think eleven's Marvin Jones. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. That's I think. Right. Not one hundred percent sure. Marvin I Jones, think you better give up that number, anyway. Yeah. No. At that point, you. Or Julio Jones just might wear number eight, what he wore in college, because we're allowed because the NFL allowed the single digit numbers. Now. Hey, that'd be sweet though. So okay, Julio so Jones might just wear number eight if he goes to Jacksonville. I'm gonna just try and throw mine out there, get out of the way as soon as possible. I'm gonna try and throw out some that's not really like it's it's gonna be some ones you wouldn't expect. Just, just to kind of get it out there. So, number one, I would say, I feel like I feel like the Giants could do something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't and I, know. I feel like the That's Giants need to do something. They do. They like I know they they've got they've got Kenny Galladay, but like I can't really. Who else? Like what other receiver they got? I feel like they they could probably give up a give a Daniel good, Jones they could some help. A good push. Yeah, exactly. If y'all want to try and say that I mean, he's that the one I mean, that y'all seem so sudden he's happen. the one, make it like give him a good run for it. I don't think he's the one, but um, number two, because they didn't really. I think they need this position, and they didn't really do too much in the off season. Uh, Minnesota. 
They got Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, though. Like, I Ooh, don't I think forgot about Jefferson. I honestly forgot about Jefferson. Who, who, who? What three receiving – what what receiving group like that would play for Kirk Cousins? Yo, don't crap on my boy Kirk like that, bro. He's good. He's not elite, but he's good. He's, he's he does a, get a lot of un, unnecessary hate. Yeah, he's he not does. a Super Bowl quarterback, but he's the dude that can get you 10 wins a year. He's Alex Smith. He's literally Alex Smith. Yeah, no, yeah, you say that, and I, I see it now. I see it. Kirk he's Cousins just, might end up being the most. I don't know. I, I have a lot. Of, I like Kirk Cousins a lot too. And Y'all my third that one. Line of Kirk Cousins. You like that? You like that? <laughs> That's so good, bro. That was, that was probably one of the best Kirk Cousins moments of all time. My yeah, third he, one. I, it'll be basic, but so I'll just go ahead and say, I think you're on the right path, Eric. I'm gonna say either Baltimore or the Packers. Baltimore is the team that could use them the most. I think. Yeah, they like, need them. They need them, but I would love to see Julio on the Packers. Oh, me too, bro. If you gave Aaron so Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and Julio on the on both sides of the field, hey, they're don't, screwed. Don't Everybody sleep on screwed. my guy, Alan Lazard. He ain't Julio. <laughs> he ain't Julio, and he ain't Devontae Adams, but my dude's good, though. He's a strong yeah, he's wide a, receiver, too. He's a good – yeah, he's going to be a good wide receiver, three, if that yeah, happens. <laughs> you gave you, – Y'all had a decision between Rashard Green and Alan Lazard. And you unfortunately had to go with the wrong decision with Rashard All right, Dalton, what you got? All right, so not in any order. These are just three of the three places I would like to see him go. Um, And I think it's actually possible. You got Green Bay, Baltimore, and then I'm going to pick something original. Oh, I got you right here. I got you right here. Indianapolis. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's whoa, a big one. I forgot whoa, what they – Ooh. Ooh. That'd be bad for us, but, man. I... Out of all 14 playoff teams, Indy has the most available cap space. Man. Julio, they could pull weapons. it off. Give Carson Wentz Julio. Give him a chance to succeed. And T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton didn't do that good last year, man. That's why he needs to be I'm receiver too. Receiver, but man, if you take the, if you take the pressure off T. Y. Hilton and all the pressure is focused on Julio, T. Y. Hilton gets open more. Hey, oh yeah, and he could be a, he can, he's a threat. Don't get me wrong. This, uh, according to Dalton's statement, if Indianapolis does get Julio Jones and Carson Wentz is playing like his old MVP self, scary. The Colts will probably be really really fucking good next year. Very scary. Yeah, I Listen, think I think he good. could. I think he could go back there. I I still think that Carson Wentz is is has potential to be a top ten quarterback in the league year in and year out. I think Philly sold their soul to get a Super Bowl. He was playing insanely before he tore his ACL. He would have been the MVP of the league. He was lighting it up, and everyone was scared of, scared of Philadelphia. Ooh. And I don't know what happened to Philadelphia, but they sold their soul or something. That's the only thing. Now listen, I'm yeah, gonna Philadelphia. Philadelphia screwed. The, the whole town of Philadelphia is just in tears right now. Of what Not if the 76ers can pull off something. Now listen, Philadelphia is a dookie show. It's a real big dookie. It's a dookie show. <laughs> but it's a big dookie show. you can contribute a little bit a little bit of that to Carson Wentz. I'm not saying he's bad or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did not play. He's with his old offensive coordinator. A, a inkling of what he played when he was MVP level. It was oh, so I bad. I know he don't I don't think he had I don't think he had so the bad. team behind Guys, him. Can I go That's, back yeah. real quick? Can I go back real quick? I just yeah, ran into this tweet by AJ Brown. We're gonna go oh. back to the Julio Jones conversation for a couple more seconds. I got yeah. I had to point this out. So according to PFF Fantasy Football, they tweeted a picture of the hypothetical Titans offense 
for next year potentially. Went throw up. If they got Julio Jones, it would be Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, and Julio Jones. This is what AJ Brown quoted earlier on Twitter. He said, "I would give up number 11 so fast if this happens. Playing alongside my idol would be crazy. No team is stopping this." What do y'all think about that? Whew. Now that I'm saying this, Julio Jones could possibly end up anywhere. I don't want. I think a lot of teams could chase for Julio. That, that's what you said, right, Tennessee? Yeah. I don't want to see it, bro. I just don't want to see it. I've already got to deal with that's my and Derek scary. Henry two times a year. I don't want to deal with. Harry they Harry already Harry are Brown, scary, Derek bro. Henry and Julio Jones. They already are scary. Or, uh, if they had scary. some, and not saying that Ryan Tannehill is a bad quarterback, you know, he. I think he's a great well, game manager. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, I think, I think he's a very good Tannehill quarterback. Is elite. Brian Tannehill. Oh, I don't know about elite. Don't know about elite. If you think Kirk Cousins is. Get Good. the water hose, but hot take, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bro, his seat must be on fire. You're telling me that Ryan Tannehill, who has only succeeded at a decently high level, has been with the best running back in the league in a run-first offense, is better than Kirk Cousins, who carried a fucking Redskins team with like five, almost 5,000 passing yards in like two or three different seasons. Yeah, you're tripping, bro. You're tripping. Any day of the fucking week. You put some respect on Kirk Cousins. Honestly, and take some respect off of Ryan Tannehill. Honestly, he's a game manager. He is a he is a game he is a game manager. That's all he is. And I will go to the grave saying it. He's not the guy you can go out there week in and week out and ask throw 300 yards so we can win. If Derrick Henry has under 100 rushing yards, they lose the game. Yeah. No. Derrick Henry is because that Ryan offense. Much They've got a good offense, but Derrick Henry is the offense. It, how often does that happen? Not if you're stopping if you if you're stopping Derrick Henry. Have a 350 yard plus passing quarterback and a 200 yard plus rush rusher. Show me you show me one game. Show me the success. You hold on. Did you just bring up against the Houston Texans? That's a accomplishment. Have, that team was dog water. It's yeah, the they, first time it's ever happened, so hell yeah, that's a big accomplishment. They played so bad, they got bumped down to a pack ten team. National Football League, that's a hell of an accomplishment. I don't give a shit. Three hundred and fifty is a lot of passing yards. Don't get don't get me wrong. Three hundred and fifty passing yards is a lot of passing yards. It's easier to pass the ball when you have Derrick Henry. I would load the box every play. And you're, and you're dumb if you don't. Because you think you're saying all this because you think Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill? Fuck no. Tannehill. Hell no. Hell fucking no. You can't even pronounce his name right. Talk about me. I'm. A, you're announcing an American name and can't get it right. For everyone listening, I'm scared for my safety. I'm gonna let this. I'm gonna let this sizzle out, but I'm scared for Bro, my safety. Bro, hold on. Let me look no. up. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do up. Go ahead and talk about something else. I'm gonna pull up Kirk Cousins' stats for his career versus Ryan Tannehill's. I'm scared to talk about anything else. I felt like I'm gonna get murdered. I'm, gonna I'm not gonna be surprised. Thing. I watched this man live. I know he searched up Kirk Cousins first too, because he was so excited to tell me how. From 2015. How many games did he start? I don't know how many games he started in 2014. From 2015 to 2020, Kirk Cousins has had only one season where he didn't throw for 4,000 yards and 25 touchdowns. 
I mean, now that I'm looking at their... Ryan Tannehill! Pretty even. You're tripping! Yes, they You're tripping! Stats. They're pretty even. He has two 4,000-yard passing seasons as a Dolphin in 2014 and 2015. Then he threw for 3,000, 2,000, 2,700, and then almost 4,000 this year. That is not the same. He... They love it. Bro. Bro. Hey, and bro, hey, Tannehill's been starting since he came in the league. <laughs> Kirk Cousins had, what, three years where he wasn't starting? Two years? And then his first year, whenever he was really starting, he didn't play that good? Okay, but he, let's say that Tannehill in the past five years has only thrown for 20-plus touchdowns three of those five years, which is good. Okay, I will But say, if you I look at it compared to Kirk Cousins, it's totally different. I will give my respect to Kirk Cousins if this happens for the Vikings next year. Dalvin Cook is coming back. They got Justin Jefferson entering his sophomore season, and you still got Adam Thielen. If Minnesota does not make it to the divisional round of the playoffs next if they do make it to at least the divisional round of the playoffs next year, Kirk Cousins is balling out of what he has around him, he will finally have my respect that – he will finally have my respect. Okay. But what I'm saying, why I said Ryan Tannehill is a better quarterback is what I meant was the past success of the last few years. I think Ryan Tannehill has been like performing close to like Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes and Brady, in my opinion. Pat throw something. Is this something but I can bring if Minnesota, like I said, if Minnesota can get in the divisional round for the playoffs, that Kirk Cousins is balling out, he'll have my respect. I just can't. I can't with you, bro. Tannehill's better. Dalton's head's literally steaming right now. Oh, I'm, I'm I could, just. I could, I could. I could. I could hear his. I can hear his uh, smoke coming out of his ear. Own ear. That's like me saying the best quarterback y'all y'all ever had is Blake Bortles. That's literally like the comparison yeah, I'm making in my head. That's how stupid Why? it sounds. You're acting like, dude, you're acting like Kirk Cousins is like Tom Brady and like Ryan Tannehill is Wayne Gabbard. I'm just dumbfounded by the fact that you think. Listen, and Dalvin Cook's a no, great running back. You're just pissed because Ryan Cook, Tannehill wasn't that good with Miami of what he's doing now. He had his two best seasons with Miami. What do you mean? Not, Passing not his yards was. years of Miami. His, his last two years of Miami with Adam Gase. I don't think we can count those. That don't count. I honestly forgot that Adam Gase was a part of that situation, so. I think even Adam Gase forgot about that. Listen, if you took Derrick Henry off of the Titans and took Dalvin Cook off of the Vikings. Oh, hold on. Yeah, I said that. Said that would I say that backwards? If no, you, you take. Or no, you said that right. Okay. Who do you think would have a better record? Minnesota. If. Easily. Minnesota. Okay, then. What do you mean? Okay, what do you mean to Ryan Tannehill's a better quarterback? Running backs here. It does, no, 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 no. The reason I'm talking about running backs, if you take, because you take the I talent Dal away from the team. Dalvin Cook is the best player on. I don't know. That's even. That's kind of hard to say. Dalvin Cook nah, is yeah, the. He's yeah, the most Dalvin consistent. He might be the best player on that team. Like Dalvin Cook is. He is. Dalvin Cook is a really good running back. And Derrick Henry's the best on the Titans. If you took both of them back, and put them somewhere, put Dalvin Cook on Miami for some reason. Put Derrick Henry in Jacksonville, okay? 
Okay. You who who do you think would lead their teams to more win? Their team to more wins. Ryan Tannehill or Kirk Cousins? I hate to say this, but it's because of the pieces surrounded by them. I would hope Kirk Cousins would go more if Tennessee doesn't get. No, because Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback. It wouldn't matter about the pieces he's throwing to. He threw the crap in Washington. He has. He threw the flying pieces of shit that could run a four-four. I think the best way All to put right. it is with Tennessee, if you take away one piece of that team, which is Derrick Henry, the offense is gone. If you take All away one to... piece of Minnesota and you've still got a, a, a threat on the passing side. If you take away Dalvin Cook from Minnesota, like it, they're still going to have a great passing offense. Titans. Hey, can we not forget like Kirk Cousins like is like 1-9 in primetime games? But... What is Ryan Tannehill without Derrick Henry, though? I was about to say, uh, listen, we can cherry-pick stats all day. I think it's a funny stat. I love that stat because it's hilarious, and it was good it when is. he won. But the dude is still legit. Listen, he, I, th- I think he's better than Tannehill. They both came into the league in 2012. Okay? Kirk Cousins didn't start for two years. He still has a better completion percentage. He has 2,000 more yards. He has how many more touchdowns? He has... Tr- 12 more touchdowns and four less picks than Ryan Tannehill. With worse teams. I don't – you know what? Yeah. I'm not going to say that Minnesota, like his first – 2019 Minnesota was not worse – or was not – was uh, was not worse than uh, Tennessee. And that might be that might be why I have my own opinion of Kirk Cousins is because that one shitty season he did have with Minnesota, that was really not the best of Kirk Cousins, but – like I said, dog. Like I said, if Kirk Cousins can do really good, if Minnesota could go somewhat deep in the playoffs, then yeah, he'll have my respect. They've already made the divisional before. They beat the Saints in the divisional with Kirk Cousins. Who? He beat the Saints in New Orleans. Ooh. Pretty bad too, right? Wait, no, that was whenever they had the push off. Uh, Wait, uh, I, I think okay, I remember okay. that, but what year was that? I, I think that was – was that 2019 was 20, or 2018? No, I think it was 20, 2020. No, 2020 was this past year. They didn't make it this, this past year. Oh, they yeah, I'm crazy. It was 2019 because 18 was when they played – who did they play in 18? That's when Kirk Cousins got his first oh, prime time win. It was when uh, – That's nice. No, Casey Keenum was the quarterback. Oh, wasn't that in 18? Yeah, when they yeah, beat the was. Saints. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. That reception yeah, you, by Stephon Diggs. You're right, you're right. You're right. Casey Keenum was the quarterback. No, 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 no. Hold on, no, 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 no. You're talking about the freaking play, the Minneapolis Miracle. The Minneapolis Miracle, yeah. I'm not talking about that because they beat New Orleans in Minnesota. No, that was me. I'm sorry. That was the same year we went to them. I'm talking about when Kirk Cousins led the Purple Purple People Eater Vikings into New Orleans, the Superdome. And beat Drew Brees with Kirk Cousins. That's what I'm talking about. The push off with Kyle Rudolph. Y'all remember that? I think everyone I was talking about that was it, that was the year after the Saints. The Saints got cheated twice in a row. Because they had the they had the Rams thing, the Minneapolis miracle, and then that. So now you gotta think of something different you gotta come up with for him to be better than Ryan Tannehill. 
Sorry, I was over from my mic. Yeah, I remember I, that I think Dol- I think Dolan's just upset that Ryan Tannehill's not part of the Dolphins and that they're stuck with two attacking But I apologize. He did not win in the Divisional. That was a wild card game. But he made the Divisional after beating the Saints. Okay, so and then Ryan Tannehill blew, what, a 10-point lead to the Chiefs and whatever. I don't know. That's just Where does me. this but leave Chiefs, us? But the Chiefs are the Chiefs. We need a final verdict. We okay, okay. We have three of us. Who's the better quarterback, Blake? Kirk Cousins. Okay, then that's where we ended. Then <laughs> Kirk Cousins is the better quarterback. Right, not that any of, not that Tannehill's bad. Not that he's bad. He's 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 good. No, he's dog not shit. Elite. Wow. <laughs> nah, he's not. Oh, dog okay, shit. Right, so we're about to start an argument again. You cannot say Ryan Tannehill is dog shit. He's not dog shit. But he's not better than Kirk Cousins. That's no. all I'm going to say. And yeah. I do think that's where we need to wrap this episode up on a very tense topic. Very <laughs> between tense. us, at least. Jeez, it, wouldn't be, dude, it wouldn't be scary. tense between anybody else. It's just when you talk about somebody, bro, for the Dolphins that's killed me emotionally. <laughs> and, I was and it wasn't all his fault. I, 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 y'all even Itch. heard the podcast earlier. I had... Uh, Miami trained up to the fourth overall pick and getting Kyle Pitts. All right, and then I was like, oh, put Dalvin Cook uh, on. I gave y'all the better running back in my little scenario. I gave y'all Derrick Henry, bro. I could have been worse. I could have been like, oh, give him to Indianapolis. Uh, I love Derrick Henry, but I love James Robinson to my heart, man. James Robinson. Oh, he's going to be good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we're set up. All right, ladies and gents. Wait, wait, hang on real quick. There's one big thing we left out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's a big thing. I just feel like it needs a little mention. Um... Over this past week, we did lose two two good guys. One was incredibly young and a, a stud, Terrence Clark. God, rest in peace. Rest yeah, in honestly, peace. upset, depressing, heartbreaking news. That just touched on some. That just touches on something we talked about in our last podcast. You never know when, you know, your time's gonna be called when God's gonna call you home. You know, so like we said last episode. You know, take care of each other, love each other. You know, and that's and that's what's all that's what it's all about. You know, like uh, the reason why the last episode why it was called emotion and sports is that because of that right there, it's it's more than about sports. It's all about bringing people together. It's all about um, making a big commitment, shooting towards one goal as a team. You know, it's it's much bigger. Like sports is life. Like, that's what some of these people are trying to do for a living. Like, sports just brings out the emotions in everybody. And with that happening, it's just – it, it just happens any second, you know. Like, mm-hmm. it's, your, it's your calling to home, you know. Now – I feel I, – I, I'm praying for his family because losing your life in a car wreck at 19 years old, that is definitely not how you want your – And all he had was everything in front of him, yep. you know. Still so much and with yeah, that so much talent at that age. Um, so on the other side of that, you've got Terrence Clark, 19 years old, getting ready to be super good in the NBA. You've got the other side of it where he's not young but still too early, Geno Hayes, 33 years old. Um, I think it was uh, – he had a liver disease. And yeah, 33 years yeah. old, left behind his wife and two kids. Yeah, That sucks. That really hurts. Cancer and diseases yeah, that- are – Life eaters, man. It it hurts everyone around you. That's you know. I watched my grandfather 
uh, suffer with lung cancer and watch the man go bald, go through chemo. And I remember him sitting there, just sitting in his chair. I never saw my grandfather cry. And um, he just sitting there and just watching TV and tears were rolling down his face. And my dad asked me to leave the room and I could hear him from the other room. And my dad's asking what's wrong. He goes, Kenneth, I just don't want to do this no more. He goes, I just wanted to be over with. It's it's the pain it brings not only on that person is overwhelming, but the family members to see someone deteriorate that you love, you know. And I don't know how bad liver disease is, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't sound fun. It just nah, it sucks, man. What that it, shows is like it happen it can happen to anyone at any time. That's it can. Like even like even just earlier, me and Dawn had a heated conversation, but like you know, I still love the man to death. Well, I'm still gonna call this man and Facetime him tomorrow, tell him how much I love him, how much I can't wait for him to move in with me. You know? Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> that's what, he may that's be a, a that's he may be a retard sometimes right when it comes me to football. We're gonna start living in Gainesville, and then we're gonna put out more content for y'all. That's our big plan in the future. Heck, starting in May, I'm moving back to our hometown for we can start filming that. three or four months, and we're gonna start trying to film it then. So. Sounds, Big things coming from DEB like Sports right for there. sure. Our, our fans need to be seeing our content, man. That's they need to be seeing our, seeing our beautiful faces. We need sexy behind Eric King Meekum on the podcast. <laughs> we're going to get so many girl man. viewers just because they're going to be like, I love Eric. Oh, my gosh. We're going to make Tuesdays sexy again. <laughs> you, heard, you heard the man. You heard bring, the man, the myth, the legend. Bring sexy back to Tuesdays. Wow. I can't, I can't believe that podcast just went like that. It's so crazy. Like, we, me and Dalton are just going bashing in on each other about Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, and then... Um, <laughs> Sooner or later, we're going to get a topic that Blake wants to fight. I'm telling you, we're going to pick it one day. One day. I don't know. We'll get there. We'll get there. If only we'd have we'll had this there. podcast when I said D.D. Westbrook wasn't going to be good. Oof, yikes. I want to fight that Blake Eric that, was that there, day. too. That was the beginning of D.E.B. Sports. Oof. That was the beginning. In that freaking dairy cooler in Winn-Dixie. Winn was the beginning. It was the seed that Lord. got planted. So. I don't know what you're talking about. I never You don't remember that when we me, you and Blake were in the day. I don't even cooler. know I don't even know who we're talking about. It was, no, I do it remember. Was, I'm just, I do remember. After, I'm just telling my uh podcasters that I don't yeah. remember it. I don't actually remember that happening. No. I don't even know who we're talking about. No, we were sitting there. A punt Yo, returner just being lost a the great AFC receiver. Who? You guys are such bums. I hate y'all so much. <laughs> and just like that, thank you guys for listening and we do appreciate all the support and we're, we're glad to be presenting this content to you guys. So, on that note, I think it was a good note to leave off on. Dalton, go ahead. Send us off. Cut the cue, Dalton.